It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda. A double shot of Catholicism and conversation to start your day off right. On the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Thursday morning to you. It is August 10th, 7 a.m. David and... What? Dina Marie. At the very last second, <laughs> I'm trying to get my microphone set up. I, I and saw I, that. And I'm not quite... I'm totally, this doesn't quite, how does she do this? For goodness sakes, don't break <laughs> anything over there. I'm like, oh, I got to flip this around. All right. Well, maybe when we get a yes. song going, I'll be able to flip this microphone. But I think people can hear me, right? Is that I, okay? Yeah, you're coming through loud oh, and clear. Oh, my goodness. That's so uh, funny. How are you? Good morning, David. Good morning, Dina Marie. Yeah. This is uh, old school. Now. It is yeah. old school. And my eyes feel like, wow, <laughs> I got to look way over there at the computer screen. <laughs> yes. I, I feel your pain. Oh, don't tell me about it. Oh, eyes. man. Yeah. I'm like, Aaron, move this thing closer because I, I cannot see this. <laughs> Half the time I'm moving my microphone out of the way and then putting my face up to the screen so I can see that. Oh, I so. just, I feel like, um, wow, that's well, amazing. It's great to have you here. Thanks it's for stepping in. It's great to be in. here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll pray for Brenda's safe arrival there in Washington, D.C. And so uh, it was nice to get the call to come and uh, help kind of fill in for while she's out and about. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a lovely morning. I like the clouds. It's kind of nice. It just feels a little nice out there. So, uh, boy, things are going to rev up this weekend. I know. So a lot going on. Going to get warmer particularly once we get through the weekend then it's really going to start to heat up although sunday looking like 95 so that's pretty hot but yeah be prepared for that next week because i I mean i was reading some of the forecast discussions we could get to the triple digits by Mm -hmm. uh, middle of next week possibility a long way to go before then right uh, we'll, we'll see what happens so yeah so you're filling in for brenda so brenda the good deacon and their son went Mm -hmm. to dc because during the pandemic, they had planned a trip to D.C. to take their son to the nation's capital, and then that got canceled. And so they wanted to make sure they had an opportunity to do that. And so they've been looking for this, look, looking forward to this trip for a long time. And so uh, there they are in the nation's capital. I think they got there last night. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they'll be spending the uh, weekend there, and they'll be. I, Brenda's back on Wednesday, so you're here through Tuesday. I'm here through Tuesday, the big feast day. Yeah. So we got the big feast day, the Assumption, coming up on Tuesday. So it's it's a it's a jam packed weekend. We've got saints, we've got celebrations. Yeah. Oh, sprinklers and uh, yeah. all sorts of things going on. So uh, you filled in before, obviously. Yep. We've done that. We've done this before. So uh, how is it to step in again? And oh boy, with the, we, I know you came in last week and kind of did a refresher. Course. We did a little refresher yeah. course. So you know, you try to lay out all the here's. In fact, <laughs> I took notes yesterday listening. I got up early and I sat down. I said, Rob, okay, for two hours, I'm listening <laughs> to the morning blend, right. taking notes, and so you know, you can do all of that but then it's like okay you just have to sit in the chair although I'm not sitting in a chair I'm standing because I can't I can't do that uh and look at all the things and then just pray everything's gonna happen and I and I've got folks out there in Kelso Longview listening this morning God bless you my immaculate heart and uh St. Rose and St. Mary parishioners uh they said they'd tune in and give me a little moral support so (laughs) (laughs) I need it thank you well compared to the equipment back in the day Uh, I mean, this is a little bit of an upgrade. 
I love the real to real. It was yeah. always a challenge. I'd get that Paul Harvey queued up, you know, for Paul Harvey <laughs> right. news and commentary, and you'd kind of flip that sure. thing and no, oh, exactly what we record saying. ABC News, and yeah. it was all sorts of great things. And carts and that the you could cart put machine in. would yeah. it play, and oh my goodness, yeah, and slicing the carts. Yeah. Some of you know what we're talking about, and if you don't, that's okay. Yeah, uh, you might see it on a YouTube video. Well, everything now all computerized. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm in a different studio than you are and so we're looking at one another on the uh on the video display here and so it's uh, all a brand new world it's all a brand new world but yeah. we're excited i mean it's a it's a great it's a great day to be alive you know if you're alive today you got a mission to accomplish yeah you know we're yeah, here that's right get out there and, and enjoy it and enjoy life and uh Speaking of which, I know you've got a number of uh, great interviews lined up over the course of the uh, week, and so we're going to start out today. You've got Worldwide Marriage Encounter, correct? Exactly. Actually, yeah. we're, you know, for over 50 years, they have been serving uh, husbands and wives, and so we're going to unlock some of those special secrets on how to keep our marriages strong and fantastic. So yeah. that's coming up later this hour. Yeah, and... Uh, I don't know if you followed this along from yesterday, but we'll have this in the news. Oh. Just some devastating wildfires in Hawaii, on particularly on the island of Maui. Mm -hmm. There's also some wildfires on the big island, too, but we'll get to that in the news. But okay. very tragic. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. we'll report on that. But a, a lot going on. Great to have you here. It's a lot going on. We're going to kick things off this morning. We've got Sarah Kroger with us. A will pour out my heart. It's David and Dina Marie here on The Morning Blend. Have a blessed Thursday morning. So sing with open Lord There is nothing that could take away my song He is my salvation I will not be shaken My heart will trust in all of His ways And forever all my lips will be my prayer 
Sarah Kroger, I will pour out my heart. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio. David and Dina Marie with you on The Morning Blend on this Thursday morning. Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to check in with Worldwide Marriage Encounter. We'll do that right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Dei Radio and Father Robert Barcelos in prayer with the morning offering. A morning prayer written by St. Therese. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, I offer Thee all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to His infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them into the furnace of His merciful love. O my God, I ask of Thee for myself and for those whom I hold dear, the grace to fulfill perfectly Thy holy will, to accept for love of Thee the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. In your hands, O Lord, we humbly entrust our deceased brothers and sisters. Matrade Radio joins Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services for a special rosary for the faithful departed on Wednesday, August 30th. Cards will be available to request a special intention for your loved one. Deacon David Hamus will lead the Holy Rosary and Litany of the Faithful Departed at 1230 at Gethsemane Chapel in Happy Valley and 230 at Mount Calvary Catholic Cemetery in Portland on Wednesday afternoon, August 30th. Be a part of this uplifting time of peace and renewal. For more information, search the keyword rosary on the community calendar at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Unite with us in this powerful prayer session for Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services and Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 7.13 at Mater Dei Radio. Well, pretty thick cloud cover out there this morning, really pushing all the way to the Cascades. Going to probably take a while to burn off, but then we'll have some sunny skies later today, high of around 80 degrees. 
Mostly clear overnight tonight, low of 60. And then for Friday, sunny, 84. Mm. Saturday, 87. <laughs> Sunday, 95. Yes. And uh, as we mentioned. Maybe it, triple uh, digits. Yeah, next week, maybe looking at that. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But uh, going to be a pleasant day today. Popsicle weather yeah. is what I say. Uh, right now, currently, we've got some cloudy skies. 64 degrees at St. Brigetta Church in Portland. And it is 62 degrees at St. Joseph's Church in Vancouver. And for more than 50 years, Worldwide Marriage Encounter has helped over 3.5 million couples in almost 100 countries unlock the power of their relationships with new ways to say, I do. The Marriage Encounter experience helps you listen, share, connect more deeply. And there's no group discussion in this weekend. It's just about the two of you and learning how to be the best and have the most loving and thriving marriage and be the most loving and thriving couple that you can be well with me today to really talk about this beautiful ministry that's been going on for five decades from a worldwide marriage encounter are my friends Ron and Hillary Tesh. I remember uh, Ron and Hillary sitting with you out on the lawn at the Sisters Our Lady of Peace barbecue a few years ago. Thanks for coming back, Ron and Hillary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's so nice to have you two with us. And so many of the couples with World Mind Marriage Encounter have been with us at Mater Day Radio over the years. I know we've got a couple of weekends coming up, both in Oregon and Washington. So I want to let our listeners know more about that. But really want to hear a little bit about how your hearts and your marriage came to this Worldwide Marriage Encounter. When did you first learn about Worldwide Marriage Encounter and decide to take a weekend? Well, I learned we... uh, it was in the bulletin at um, a church, church bulletin, and I thought, well, that sounds like a really uh, nice thing to do for our marriage, and uh, that was down, that was back in 2011, and uh, we did it at uh, our, our um, Mount Angel Abbey. And then, Ron, were you like, yeah, let's do this, or did you have any hesitations taking that first weekend with your wife? Well, you know, I'm, I was kind of in that happy wife, happy life kind of mode. And, <laughs> right? and uh, you know, I the weekend that was, was she was looking at, I, I thought, well, you know, there's, I don't have anything going on, so <laughs> why not? Why not? Okay, fast forward after that weekend, you two coming back together, driving home. Wh- what changed? I, I would say... For me, I had a, a a real change in 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 aspect or attitude and outlook. Um, I, I just realized that there were were people out there like us that that we really wanted to to connect with and who shared a lot of what we were going through, and 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 it gave us a lot of, or at least for me, it gave me a lot of hope. For, for the future of our marriage. Hillary, what about for you? You came home after that weekend. Did you have expectations going in to the weekend or what was kind of on your on your wish list as you entered that weekend? Well, I I I didn't know much about what the weekend would, you know, hold. Um I just was hoping to renew our marriage and um and strengthen our marriage and our friendships and uh, our our ability to communicate with one another in, in a more effective ways. And um, 
when we came off the weekend, I was, I felt excited and recharged to, you know, to, um, to do better with uh, my communication with Ron and um, just to have, just have more fun together as friends. Mm. We're talking with Ron and Hillary Tesh. They are part of an amazing community. In fact, over 3.5 million couples, and that's probably even a small number, have been touched by Worldwide Marriage Encounter all over the world and part of our local team here and have spent many years in leadership positions with some of the other couples in both Oregon and Washington. Um, Okay, the first couple of weeks, how did you take what you learned at that weekend, Ron and Hillary, and then put that into action. Was this something that shifted a daily routine, different things that you did together as a couple? How did that impact your marriage? Well, Dina Marie, I, I would say for, for me, it, it created a, an atmosphere in our home that was a lot more free for Hillary and I to, to communicate, especially in difficult areas of our relationship, you know, raising the kids, money, um, household chores, all those kinds of things that I think people tend to to um, just kind of hope take care of themselves and 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 end up don't and create anxiety and 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 unrealistic expectations and 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 just a lot of negative feelings towards each other and and you know what what really changed for us was. You know, we took the tools that we learned on the weekend and, and, and really started using those at home. And, and it, you know, I guess the biggest change for me was I liked coming home again from mm. work. Mm-hmm. It, 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 our, our house became the refuge that it meant to be. Yeah. Hillary, how about for you just implementing this, this new way? Well, um, I, I just was was willing to to put aside my um, you know fears about talking to Ron um, in, in any way you know about uh, um, topics that he just mentioned and just uh, just it uh, I, I was a lot more trust in communication and a lot more um, lightness in communication about all things and. Uh, um, it, it just uh, it was like a, a sunshine, I guess, mm. in, in our in our home, in our marriage. Yeah. Sunshine in the marriage, that marriage that is holy matrimony. It's a sacrament in the Catholic Church. We love our marriages and we want them strong and we want them filled with Jesus Christ. Worldwide Marriage Encounter, I know you've got a weekend coming up here in the Beaverton area later in August. We've got some uh, Spokane and Federal Way are hosting some weekends in October. Uh, Ron, for our listeners who might want to learn more, um, maybe they'll see it in your church bulletin, but they might hear it here on Mater Day Radio. How do they find out more about the weekend? And possibly registering for the next weekend. So, so the best way to to learn more about the weekend it, for those that are curious would be to go to wwme.org. It's very simple, and on that website, there's um, a lot of videos, a lot of uh, articles, uh, more information. It talks about what happens on the weekend, who is it for, what's the cost, those kinds of things. Uh, there's there's some testimonials by uh, couples and priests that that can help share and enlighten people uh, what 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 this might do for them. And then from there, there's an apply button where 
you can then search for a weekend in your area, whether it's in our area or anywhere in the country. Okay, that's WWME.org is the website for Worldwide Marriage Encounter. Our Lady of Peace Retreat will be the host for this upcoming weekend, August 25th through the 27th. So I encourage our listeners to get online and get a hold of the weekend teams. Thank you, Ron and Hillary, for spending some time with us today. You're such a great blessing for us here in the local church. And we'll pray for you and we'll pray for all marriages to through Mary to Jesus, they'll continue to grow in love and holiness. You guys have a great day. Thank you. You Thank too. You. God bless you. And we'll make sure to put that link to the Worldwide Marriage Encounter website on our podcast of this, WWME.org. And that'll be found on our Hail Mary media app as well on Matre Radio. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Francis Speaks from the Franciscan Missionary Sisters of Our Lady of Sorrows. A new kind of fool. The Lord has called me into the way of simplicity and humility, and He has indeed made this way known through me and through all who choose to believe me and follow me. So I prefer you not to talk to me about any other rule, whether St. Benedict's or St. Augustine's or St. Bernard's, nor recommend any other ideal or manner of life than that which the Lord, in His mercy, has revealed and given to me. He told me I am to be a new kind of fool in this world. A reflection from Through the Year with Francis of Assisi by Father Murray Bodo. Learn more at olpretreat.org. That's olpretreat.org. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. Want an eye-opener in the morning without the caffeine? It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 725 at Mater Day Radio. Wildfires devastate the island of Maui. We'll have the story for you in the news. Okay, and Virginia lawmakers are seeking to keep our churches open, especially in times of crisis. That coming up in our news. It's 725. We're going to continue our morning and open up our eyes. It's Ray Cooper, Wake the Dawn on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 
wake up the giant in my heart It sleeps so soundly in the dark Warm my soul with the morning sun Light up creation with all you've done That's Cooper Ray. Wake the dawn on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's now 730.
And in your news this morning, just a tragic scene on the Hawaiian island of Maui as wildfires there have claimed the lives of at least 36 people so far. Evacuations and damage assessments will continue today as the blazes have damaged hundreds of structures and leveled a historic and beloved town in one of the deadliest U.S. wildfires in recent years. Officials said more than 270 structures were damaged or destroyed, including entire blocks of homes, businesses, and a 200-year-old church in Lahaina Town in Maui, where blazes fueled by wind from passing Hurricane Dora were concentrated. On the big island of Hawaii, three wildfires were burning, though two of them were at least 60 percent contained. Evacuation efforts have been complicated by power blackouts, a lack of cell service, the loss of 911 service, and downed power lines in different parts of the island. Mm -hmm. So a lot of folks have already been evacuated off of Maui and more today. And so Presumably, they're heading to Oahu, where they're opening the convention center there mm-hmm. to handle those who people wow. who have been evacuated. But we've all, we, you and I, have both been to Hawaii, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you've been to the Big Island too. I've been to the Big Island, not Maui, and so. But j- you just think, you know, transportation, getting to and from, it's really you're challenged when you're living on those islands yeah. and trying to get to a safe place. So yeah, our hearts and our prayers go out, particularly for all of those first responders, yeah. those who are going to be making room, Red Cross, our churches I know would be open, just being able to bring people in to safety. So let's continue to pray for the best efforts for all those that are involved. Mm. Well, the state of Virginia is advancing a bill that would prevent the government from placing emergency restrictions on religious services as long as businesses and other secular facilities are open. The legislation comes in response to the time during the pandemic in which churches were closed and forced to hold their services virtually. During the COVID crisis, Virginia followed the same path of most states, placing strict restrictions on large gatherings, which included church services. The move was frustrating frustrating to many people of faith who saw secular businesses allowed to stay open while churches were closed. At the time, some concerned groups brought lawsuits against the state to challenge the restrictions, but those were largely unsuccessful. Senator Mark Peake of Lynchburg said during COVID, you could go to a state store and buy liquor, but you could not go to church. The bill means the governor's not going to open liquor stores and close churches. This version of the bill passed the Virginia House of Delegates, but when it reached the state Senate, controlled by the Democratic Party, the bill's authors scaled the proposal back. As it stands, the bill would place houses of worship at the least restrictive level of any shutdown orders. At a committee hearing earlier this month, Senator Chap Peterson of Fairfax said that the bill recognizes and protects the First Amendment rights for worship services, commenting, at a minimum, we can certainly say they're essential to a community. Well, sending it airmail? Not so much anymore. U.S. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy reports this week that the U.S. Postal Service has reduced its volume of shipments by aircraft by 90% over two years, putting the service on course to save $1 billion in annual transportation costs. DeJoy says that more than 95% of first-class mail and first-class packages are currently moving through the Postal Service's ground transportation system. DeJoy also reported that the Postal Service opened its first regional distribution center in Richmond, Virginia, plans to open nine more regional centers, 27 local processing centers, 
and 60 additional sorting and delivery centers. That marks the start of eradicating over $20 billion in deferred maintenance and preparing the Postal Service for the next 30 years, according to DeJoy. So, you know, I just don't use the post office that much anymore. Brenda and I were talking about this the other day because it used to be like, okay, pay your bills, got to send them off, mm-hmm. put the stamp on them. Take, but now so much of bill paying is done online. Right. So right. you don't need to mail your bills in anymore. And as far as air, you know, air service, I don't, can you still do, do you do that anymore? Do you go, I want to send this airmail right. or is it not even an option? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. More yeah. international things or yeah. for businesses or maybe for small businesses, but we've got so many other competitions, yeah. right? And how we mail packages and things. So we'll see yeah. what happens. And it does cost a lot to put things up in the air. Oh yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I <laughs> get the carrier pigeon out. That's what I say. <laughs> Well, today, Pope Francis named Bishop Raul Manuel Sousa Valerio as Patriarch of Lisbon, just days after the conclusion of a successful World Youth Day in the capital city of Portugal. The Holy Father also accepted the resignation of Cardinal Patriarch Manuel Clemente, who has led the Patriarchate since May of 2013. Clemente celebrated the opening Mass of World Youth Day with hundreds and thousands of youth attending that event. Valerio, a member of the Missionaries of the Company of Mary for more than three decades, has been Bishop of the Military Ordinariate of Portugal since the end of 2018. He's a 58-year-old bishop and studied for the priesthood at two Rome universities, the Pontifical Lateran and the Pontifical Gregorian. The Patriarchate of Lisbon, which has roots dating back to the 4th century as of 2020, served nearly 1.5 million Catholics Catholics, 89% of the area's population. And in sports, University of Portland men's soccer team ranked 13th in the country in the United Soccer Coaches preseason poll, making this the first time since 2019 that they've been ranked entering the season. The ranking comes after finishing last season in the 10th position in the final coaches poll. Pilots are coming off one of the best seasons in program history. They finished the year 15-3-3 for their best record since 1995 and advanced to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. And in Major League Baseball, a no-hitter last night was thrown by Michael Lorenzen of the Philadelphia Phillies. He struck out five and walked four as he blanked the Washington Nationals 7 to nothing. I like that. Well, coming up this afternoon in Clark County, residents are invited to join Open House Ministries for their annual community block party and resource fair. The party will take place from 1 to 5 at Open House Ministries campus located at 900 West 12th Street in Vancouver. The festivities commence with an official proclamation by Vancouver's mayor designating the day as Open House Ministries Appreciation Day. The proclamation sets the tone for the day of celebration and gratitude towards Open House Ministries' commitment to serving the community. The party will offer a range of activities and attractions for attendees of all ages. Highlights will include a mouth-watering barbecue lunch, ice cream treats, a secondhand solutions fashion show, engaging games, exciting prizes, and opportunities to participate in giveaways. Simultaneously, that resource fair will provide a platform to share valuable information about several community organizations. Some of those include Habitat for Humanity, Community in Motion, CTRAN, 
Friends of the Carpenter and New Heights Clinic. The fair aims to connect individuals with the resources they need to thrive and to create meaningful connections within the community. More information about Community Block Party and Resource Fair and Open House Ministries can be found online at sheltered.org. And many have asked Eugene resident Peggy Kozak what has contributed to her long life. The 102-year-old Peggy maintains, I love this, that while her active lifestyle and healthy diet are key to her impressive age, also some studies may show that that her time spending helping others and can be a very contributing factor mm-hmm. to living a long life. Now, there's a video of Peggy yeah. on the Alatea website, and I'll and I'll tell you a little bit more about what keeps her so active. Uh, what keeps her so active at 102? I love this. Well, most days you're going to find Peggy swimming at the pool. For nearly 50 years, Peggy's been helping others as a swimming instructor at the local YMCA in Eugene. Nice. Her regular routine includes waking up and driving herself out to the local pool to swim and to share her skills. Of swimming with other young people and so she began giving swimming lessons in 1968 over those five decades peggy's been blessed to offer lessons to many families and many generations of families think about mom and dad oh yeah you know let's like i had your mom you know 30 years ago and so she says it's just been a joy of her life to be a swimming instructor she's playing she's not working she's focused on playing peggy found her vocation by chance well i think maybe god had something to do with this she started frequenting her pool to swim and a friend asked her to take a baby swim class and she agreed she's never looked back yeah. uh, so her swimming lessons are not only used for her for her little swimming pupils but they keep Peggy in shape she says that she stays active by swimming and days she's not giving swimming lessons she will swim up to 12 laps wow. a day at, so, at 102 at 102 is that awesome that is amazing it is yeah. amazing Swimming is such a great oh, sport. Oh, it's the best thing. Yeah, I wish I did more of that. I used to swim swim laps, you know, yeah. where you, you'd go in and you'd just feel so good doing it because you're not pounding your body and yeah. you're using your, your your whole body. So there's a great example, it 102. Is. It is. I'll try to post the video of Peggy on, I'll, I'll talk to Sarah about getting on one of our posts because yeah. it is inspiring to see her and the joy of helping little ones yeah. to learn how to navigate in the water. So that's great. way to go, Peggy. No it's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. All right, coming up tomorrow, Friday, it's the Women's Aquinas Guild. They're having their annual rummage sale at St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic Church in Camas, Washington. That rummage sale will run from 9 to 3 on Friday. All proceeds go to support the projects of the Women's Guild. You'll find St. Thomas Aquinas Church at 324 Northeast Oak Street in Camas. And you can find details about this and all of our community calendar events online. Just visit our community calendar link on materdayradio.com or the easier thing is to go download and use our Hail Mary media app. Well, it is a busy summer for Oregon Right to Life. Dina Marie checks in with the group right after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. 
online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including True North Retirement Advisors. Financial planning and investment management to help you retire with confidence. With decades of experience, True North Retirement Advisors partners with you to find clarity, build a plan, and invest with your Catholic values in mind. Scheduling a free consultation is available online at truenorthretirementadvisors.com. Are you struggling with exhaustion or feel overwhelmed in your daily life? Healthy Living with Yvonne provides practical advice to help take care of body, mind, and soul through the Healthy Living Project, a 90-day wellness coaching experience that utilizes nutrition, exercise, and prayer. To learn more and schedule a discovery call, visit HealthyLivingWithYvonne.com. That's HealthyLivingWithYvonne.com. What's your next mission from God? You do have one. We all do. God has something in mind for us right where we are. This is Julie Anderko. Please join me on Your Next Mission from God, where the saints show us just how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Listen to Your Next Mission from God, Saturday mornings at 7.15 and Sunday mornings at 8.15, right here on the bridge between your faith and everyday life, Mater Day Radio. And it is 7.43 at Mater Day Radio. Well, going to be a pretty pleasant day today. Some morning clouds, then becoming sunny. We'll have a high of 80 degrees, mostly clear overnight. Tonight, 60 degrees, your low. And then Friday, well, we start to heat up. Sunny skies, 84 for Friday. Sunny, 87 Saturday. (laughs) Sunday, up to 95. And I, I hate to tell you, but it may just get warmer from there, too, as we head into the next week. Yeah. Well, currently we've got 64, very pleasant at St. Clair Church in Portland. And 66 degrees at St. Peter's Church in Eugene. Well, during his papacy, Pope St. John Paul II coined a phrase that we use quite often, the culture of life. And here in the Pacific Northwest, there are countless ways we can promote and build a strong culture of life in our neighborhoods, our churches, communities, and beyond. A key resource for education, advocacy, and mentorship is found in Oregon Right to Life and the Oregon Right to Life Education Foundation that is headquartered in Salem. With me today to give us an update on the many ways Oregon Right to Life is working on the grouse roots level right here in Oregon is Makaira Williamson. She serves as the Community Outreach Coordinator. Good morning, Makaira. Thanks for joining us here on Mater Day Radio. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Is this your first time on the air? Uh, live, it is. Oh, I love it. Okay, well, f- congratulations. That's It's uh, wonderful. You. you know, we are just so blessed to have Oregon Right to Life here in the state of Oregon and all of the counties, all of the local affiliates, you know, our many parishes that have re- Respect Life communities. So I'm just so grateful for the resources that Lois Anderson and your team really have to keep things going. Give me a sense as a community outreach coordinator, Makaira, what does that entail for your job there? Yes. So I serve as the community outreach director. And in that role, I oversee the work of our education foundation. And that encompasses our educational initiatives and our outreach programs that we have. So everything from student programs, 
uh, to outreach booths at fairs and events across the state. Uh, we're working on that and building a pro-life community right here in Oregon so we can have that culture of life even in this state with these laws that do not support life. Right. Well, and I hope that our listeners, and if you don't, contact Oregon Right to Life because you have a wonderful publication that comes out a, a few times throughout the year, Life in Oregon. And I always like to see what are some of the key issues that might be going on at the Capitol? What are some of the different activities? And I mean, it is fair season this summertime, and I always look forward to seeing the way that you are able to outreach to people in education and advocacy at most all of our county fairs. Uh, give us a sense of what you've been hearing volunteers uh, what's going on with our county fairs and Oregon right to life yes fairs are such an exciting opportunity for us to reach the average Oregonian where they are and that opportunity doesn't come along that often so fairs are a really big part of the outreach we do we've had booths at fairs county fairs all across the state uh, where people are just interacting sharing the truth about human development and what abortion really does and then also sharing pregnancy care resources with women and families and also sharing abortion healing resources. And I've heard stories from people who have you know, made really personal connections with people and been able to say, you know, there is healing and there is hope after abortion. And so providing those resources is a really big part of what we do, along with just educating the public. And we have the Oregon State Fair coming up where there will be so many more opportunities to continue doing just that. Yeah, I mean, that's the big fair. Uh, I'm just looking down the list at, uh, well, the Tillamook County Fair is coming up this weekend. Uh, West Umatilla, mm-hmm. you've got ones on the east side of our state. But uh, have you had a chance to be at some of the booths to see in terms of the materials that are that are on display and arming our volunteers for ways to communicate with the public? Yes, I've been able to go around and see some of the booths, and we provide print resources that our research uh, have evidence backing them uh, for our booths to distribute all across the state. And those have been just invaluable for people to learn about human development. And did you know that heartbeat begins at 22 days? And did you, a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. And so that is such valuable information to change hearts and minds in this state. Yeah. Makaira Williamson is with us, Community Outreach Coordinator at Oregon Right to Life, ORTL.org is their website, and I mentioned their uh, news publication that comes out. It's it's a wonderful, I like I still like to have something sent to me in a mailer that I can go and sit and read and be able to like reflect on some of the different issues that are going on. Um, give us a sense, because you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of things that people just don't know. Some of the common maybe myths or things that you continue to want to reach out to our communities in terms of education to promote the culture of life? Yes. Uh, One of the big things that we work to educate the public about is just what the law is in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And there are no restrictions on abortion in this state. We have uh, the dubious honor of being named by the Guttmacher Institute, which is the former research arm of Planned Parenthood as the state that is most protective of abortion. And so a lot of people don't know that. Uh, 72% of pro-choice people nationally think there should be restrictions on abortion. So our stance here is so extreme that even most pro-choice people disagree with it. So telling people what the law is, is a huge part of what we do so that they can 
uh, think accordingly about the state that we live in. Right. So key, so key. And and just the importance, Makaira, of our local, in our parishes, in the uh, the different local Respect Life communities. How do you co- coordinate and cooperate with those smaller groups to help with education, pamphlets, resources, and things to keep them, you know, with the updated information? Yes. Uh, with parishes, I'm in touch with the pro-life coordinators for uh, the Archdiocese of Portland, as well as the Diocese of Baker and they have been really helpful in helping spread that information. But we have print resources. We have 12-week fetal models uh, to hand out. We have a speakers bureau where you can have someone come in and speak to your group about apologetics and how to best uh, protect life in this state. And so we have all those resources, and we are always happy to share them with groups. And you can always reach out at our website, ortl.org, and let us know that you would like a speaker or you would like some print materials, and we will get those to you. Yeah, I think that's so key. And with the Archdiocese of Portland and then in Baker, again, coordinating with the local church, this is really the way to continue to share the good news for the culture of life. You've got a big event coming up every year. It's in the fall, usually mid-September, a time for people to come together, I think, to recognize all the great work that is going on, but then to get ready for the next year, a night for advocacy in Salem on the 16th of September. Tell us about this event, Makaira, and what it's all about. Yes, A Night for Advocacy is our annual benefit dinner that supports our education foundation's key outreach programs, uh, such as those fair booths that we're doing Mm -hmm. this summer. Uh, So supporters join us for a look at the impact pro-life advocates have in their communities and hear from pro-life champions from across the country who recognize the contributions that our advocates are making in their community and can encourage them to continue. Uh, This year, we are excited to welcome Pam Tebow as our keynote speaker, Uh, and so attendees will get to hear from her along with uh, information about our pro-life communities initiative and outreach and education programs. Wonderful. Again, Pam Tebow going to be the keynote speaker for this uh, night for advocacy, Saturday night, September 16th. And people, number one, want to register to attend, but are there other ways that groups, businesses, organizations can contribute to the advocacy night? Yes, uh, there are opportunities for sponsorship. Uh, You can host a table. Uh, You can visit anightforadvocacy.com for information on registration and sponsorship. Okay, a night for advocacy.com and again Oregon Right to Life ortl.org is the website as well. Makaira Williamson, thank you so much for spending some time with us and we'll pray for you and all of those fair booth volunteers. If people are interested in volunteering, let me give a final invitation. Uh, how can they connect with you to be a volunteer for Oregon Right to Life? You can go straight to our website at ortl.org and sign up to volunteer there. We are so excited for the volunteer opportunities we have and ready for more people to join in. I love it. Okay. Thank you so much, Makaira, for what you do to help us to build a culture of life. Have a great day. Thank you. And it is 7.53 at Mater Day Radio. One of the ways you can support Mater Day Radio through our vehicle donation program. If you have an old car, a truck, boat, motorcycle, RV, you can donate that vehicle to Mater Day Radio. Really quick and easy, just go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu, Vehicle Donation. It'll take you to the main page, just a couple forms to fill out, 
and you're good to go. And it's a likely tax deduction for you as well. It is Mater Dei Radio's vehicle donation program. Find it on our website at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. K235BF Eugene and streaming at MaterDayRadio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at BlueArmy.com. A great way to support Mater Dei Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend. Check out our podcast at materdayradio.com. 7.55 at Mater Day Radio. Providence Bridge Pedal set for this Sunday. We'll have the details for you coming up. All right, and this one is for the ladies listening. Women of Influence are recognized at the 141st Supreme Convention of the Knights of Columbus. We'll talk about the details after this edition of Awaken the Saints. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Earlier this week, I shared the story of Saint Pope Sixtus II, the Bishop of Rome and martyr. Today, we're going to connect another saint to the end of his story and begin with Saint Lawrence of Rome. Pope Sixtus and Deacon Lawrence had grown as friends over the years, and when Pope Sixtus was consecrated as Bishop of Rome, he appointed Lawrence as Deacon of the Church, along with the six deacons who would later be martyred with Pope Sixtus. In return, Deacon Lawrence became the Archdeacon of Rome, entrusted with the treasures and wealth of the Church. Knowing that his time of martyrdom was drawing near, Pope Sixtus wrote to Deacon Lawrence words of encouragement. He also said that they would be reunited within a few days. So did that mean that Pope Sixtus wasn't actually going to die a martyr? That he would be able to walk free in a world that now saw all bishops, deacons, and priests as fair game for a zero-cause death? No. Upon hearing of the Pope's martyrdom with the six other deacons, Deacon Lawrence was left as the official overseer of the church, the church. Since he was also the Archdeacon of Rome, the authorities approached him following the death of Pope Sixtus and demanded he hand over the wealth of the church to Rome. There seemed to be no way out of this situation Lawrence now found himself in. Lawrence pleaded to be given three days to round up the treasures to prepare to exchange and was quickly granted his request. In three days, 
Rome would become immensely richer and yet another powerful Christian would fall. Or so they thought. As promised in three days, the archdeacon stood before the Roman prefect to present the treasures of the church. He didn't show up with gold and jewels, but with the infirm, crippled, and poor. The church is truly rich, Lawrence declared, far richer than your emperor. Being slapped in the face with this insight angered the prefect so much that Lawrence's martyrdom would make him suffer greatly. An iron bed was placed over burning coals, and Lawrence was forced to lay down on it. They intended to burn him slowly and cook him alive. Because of his martyrdom, he would come to be the patron saint of cooks. This part of the story ends with Lawrence calling out, I'm well done on this side, turn me over. No matter what the Romans were to do to his body, they could not have his soul. That was for God alone. St. Lawrence would also come to be known as the patron saint of comedians. It is good to look around and recognize that many Catholic churches are filled with beautiful artwork, breathtaking architecture, and even precious jewels. All this is good, given to God the best fruits of our labors and glorifying his house. We also need to pay close attention to the true precious treasures of the church, her people, the poor in spirit, and those striving for a relationship with Christ. St. Lawrence of Rome, pray for us. Thank you for tuning in to Awaken the Saint. Awaken the Saint is made in partnership by Spoke Street Media and Awaken Catholic. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news, in a statement earlier this month, the chairman of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee on International Justice and Peace called on global leaders to do more to ensure food security for all. Bishop David Malloy of Rockford, Illinois, cited numbers from the World Food Program, the global humanitarian organization addressing food security, that estimated about 258 million people in 58 countries experienced crisis-level acute hunger last year. Malloy said Russia's recent decision no longer to allow Ukraine to export tons of grain means more people are likely to go hungry. The bishop pointed out that prior to the Russian invasion, Ukraine was considered Europe's breadbasket and was the origin for large amounts of wheat, corn and barley, as well as almost half of the world's sunflower oil, all flowing through ports on the Black Sea. Those ports were blocked when Russia invaded Ukraine. Last June, the Holy Father appealed for the end of the blockades that were preventing the flow of grain through Ukrainian seaports. As the statement acknowledged, the war in Ukraine is not the only reason food insecurity has risen globally over the last few years. Natural disasters, the pandemic, regional wars and other conflicts have also contributed to higher rates of hunger. Bishop Molloy ended his appeal by the bishops with a reminder, the most vulnerable are crying in hunger. With the compassion of Christ, we need to heed their cries and help. Well, with two locations in Portland, WeWork is warning about its ability to stay in business over the next year because of its financial losses and its need for cash. The New York-based workspace sharing company said Tuesday that its ability to stay in operation 
is contingent upon improving its liquidity and profitability over the next year. The company leases buildings and divides them into office spaces to sublet to its members, which includes small businesses, startups, and freelancers who want to avoid paying for permanent office space. It operates two locations in the Rose City, including the Lloyd District and near downtown's Pioneer Courthouse Square. WeWork said it is also facing high member turnover rates. It said it plans to negotiate more favorable lease terms, control spending, and seek additional capital. Last Friday, U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra visited the Portland region, which has become a poster child for fentanyl and drug addiction in America. Becerra met with Oregon officials who would like lessons learned in the state replicated on a national scale. Among these steps, they visited Tumwater Middle School in the Beaverton School District and talked about preventing youth drug abuse and addiction in a roundtable with educators, students, advocates, and behavioral and addiction specialists. According to a report from Oregon Capital Chronicle, Oregon is in the midst of an addiction crisis. The ease of obtaining opioids and other drugs with the decriminalization of low-level drug possession through Measure 110 have created a public health tsunami of overdose deaths and a lack of resources to treat people with addictions. Oregon officials and Becerra said prevention is key to driving down overdoses and drug usage. U.S. Representative Suzanne Bonamici plans to introduce a congressional bill in September that would provide funding for school districts nationwide to have curriculum modeled after what's in place at the Beaverton School District, which was the first in Oregon to launch a fentanyl awareness curriculum. The Beaverton program was created through John and Jennifer Epstein's advocacy after they lost their son Cal to fentanyl poisoning in 2020. Their son believed the uh, pill that he was taking was oxycodone, but it was fentanyl, which is in more which is more than 100 times more powerful than morphine. The Epsteins channeled their grief into advocacy and asked the Beaverton School District to use their son's story to educate youth. As a result, the Beaverton School District became one of the first in the country to mandate yearly fentanyl lessons for all middle and high school students. Well, if you can't find anything to do this weekend, you're not trying very hard. (laughs) Yeah. In particular, a heads up for this Sunday, it is the annual Providence Bridge Mm Pedal. Yeah, it's really the only chance each year you can see the beautiful Rose City skyline from the tops of the highest bridges, where you can just pause and soak it all in. With a variety of routes to choose from, you can cross the Fremont, Markham, Selwood, Hawthorne, and Steel Bridges. Yeah, there's also a five-mile walk across a couple of the bridges. So we've done a we've done the bridge yeah. walk before. It's amazing to be able to walk to on see the bridges. The view. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the bridges we got to go over on the walk was the Markham Bridge. Wow. Which is the big I five bridge. Right. On the top deck. And to be able to stand there, certainly you drive on there, but mm-hmm. you're you're going fast and so you don't really have a chance to really just stop and look over everything. And so it was amazing. Yeah. And so we also walked the Fremont, top deck of the Fremont Bridge. So, so cool. Yeah. So. I love those flags. I love seeing that American know, flag yeah. on the Fremont Bridge. And they do something similar. It's not to that big extent of the Lewis and Clark Bridge. Yeah. I, I just was talking to some parishioners and they're like, oh, yeah, I think it had already happened. But to go over that bridge from Rainier to Longview, again, is, is another way that yeah. bikers and pedestrians can enjoy the bridge. But then that deals with traffic. So yes. then I think everybody who wants to drive. But it's on Sunday. 
day. Yeah. Don't drive, pedal or walk, mm-hmm. and you'll be just yeah. fine. Be, be prepared. So <laughs> okay. uh, this is one of my favorite taglines for an event. It's fun stinks. You know what that would be? <laughs> Your feet? The Elephant Garlic Festival oh, in North no. Plains. That's, okay. uh, that, so that starts tomorrow and that's runs big. through Sunday. It is big. So that's at Jesse Mays Community Park. The Knights of Columbus of Tigard Council will yeah? be there. All right. What are they making? Garlic chicken, garlic mashed potatoes, and garlic green beans. Is Pat listening? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The lips were mouth-watering now. So anyway, that's a North Plains again. Uh, Elephant Garlic Festival. Mm. Fun stinks. It sure does. So uh, (laughs) they also have, we've been to it before, they also have garlic ice cream if you want to give that a try. What about garlic elephant ears? Uh, Probably. Just about everything there is garlic. Well, Camas High School has some great things to share. Three of their students, Zaina, Florence, and Sophie, were hooked on science, technology, engineering, and mathematics at an early age with a love for learning and a respect for their teachers. And now as incoming sophomores at Camas High School, the three young women have co-founded STEM Scholars, a nonprofit organization that connects talented high school students from all over the the country with K through 8th grade students to help them study and the cost of their services is absolutely free. According to the STEM Scholars website, our services are free, no catches. As a nonprofit, we believe quality education shouldn't have to come with any price tag. STEM Scholars mentors can teach in two ways, either with video recordings of lectures or via live Zoom lessons that students can study at their own pace. According to Florence, the subjects we teach Teach are subjects that students request. We adapt our lessons to what students want to learn. The STEM Scholar site is for advanced students or beginners. And Zaina says we hope we can expand and keep helping more people. To me, STEM is a way to solve problems. More students excelling in STEM studies could improve the world. STEM Scholars is a great way for high school students to strengthen their knowledge and increase their teaching experience and for younger students to learn from a vast audience. So far, STEM scholars have students signed up from Canada, South Africa, and all over the United States. And in sports, the NFL preseason schedule gets started in earnest today with a couple of games on the docket. This afternoon at 4, the Houston Texans travel to the New England Patriots. Probably, though, of much more local interest, the Seattle Seahawks Mm -hmm. entertain the Minnesota Vikings tonight. That kicks off off at 7 o'clock from Lumen Field in Seattle. Both games will be televised on the NFL Network. Now, there are a number of games throughout the weekend, full schedule of preseason games. Uh, Preseason runs through August. The first game of the regular season, Thursday, September 7th, with Mm. the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs hosting the resurgent Detroit Lions. Okay, looking forward to that. Well, this year, the Knights of Columbus held a ladies program at the 141st Supreme Convention held in Orlando, Florida, to unite and affirm the faith of Catholic laywomen whose husbands are members of the Catholic Fraternal Fraternal Service Organization. More than 500 women attended the program, which highlighted the sacrifices Knights' wives make and the key role they play as women of influence. This was the second year the Knights of Columbus held a women's program at its Supreme Convention. According to Vanessa Kelly, wife of Supreme Knight Patrick Kelly, the purpose of the ladies' program is to give the most important non-members of the order, the ladies, the wives, moms, children of the Knights, an opportunity to come together and grow in their faith. 
The event was organized in partnership with the Given Institute, a ministry for Catholic women. According to the website, Given is a Catholic organization dedicated to helping women, especially young women, to experience the spiritual maternity of the church. In her keynote address, Catholic author and speaker Rachel, Rachel Bullman said that Knights as Wives are an important and integral part of the Knights of Columbus. Bullman, who is on Givens Advisory Council, talked about how women are the key influencers in Catholic families. She said, the capacity of a woman's body is the capacity for life. Whether you have conceived or not, you have the capacity to conceive life. Commenting on the husbands, Bullman said... All his sacrifices to become who he is are your sacrifices too, because you are sacramentally one. A woman of influence is a woman that recognizes the wounds that she has and allows God to redeem them for his good. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And coming up on Saturday, August 12th at St. Philip Neri Church in Southeast Portland, it is the Festa Italiana Mass from 7 to 8.30 p.m. The Mass in Italian will kick off the annual Festa Italiana in the Portland metro area. Of course, Italian desserts will be shared in Culverin Hall after the Mass. You can find out about this event and all the details on our community calendar uh, event hotline online. It's at matradayradio.com or simply check out our Hail Mary media app. Man, there are so many Festa Italiana. So you didn't even get that <laughs> yeah, one in there. And there's a lot going a on. A lot going on. And there is a great one. Yes. In about a month, we're talking about the Mount Angel Oktoberfest. We're going to get a preview right after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Monsignor John Syak with a morning blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we beg you for your blessing this day, knowing how good you are, and how you treat us not according to our sinfulness, but according to your mercy. We ask you to bless all the people listening, wherever they are, in their homes, in their cars, at work, and that you would give them the grace that they need to be holy this day. That you would send the Holy Spirit to them send our Blessed Mother Mary to intercede for us. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is looking for a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner, psychologist, or licensed clinical social worker who is passionate about their mission of respecting the dignity of each person, mind, body, and spirit. If you or someone you know is looking to make a difference, please contact Holy Family Catholic Clinic by sending an email to info at holyfamilyclinic.com. 
The average smartphone has more than 40 apps installed, and most of them are never used. Clear this clutter from your phone and make Monterey Radio's Hail Mary Media app your go-to spiritual resource. It's got everything you need to grow in holiness, including a huge library of enriching prayers, liturgy of the hours with the monks at Mount Angel Abbey, and a personalized schedule of your daily prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also contains a stream of Monterey Radio's live broadcast, podcast of our original shows, including programs not heard on the radio. Plus, you'll find fun things to do on the interactive community calendar, Catholic news, and so much more. The Hail Mary Media app has everything you need to grow closer to Christ all in one place. Download it today. Search Hail Mary Media in the iOS App Store, Google Play, or MatradayRadio.com. Declutter your phone and turn to the Hail Mary Media app from Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And summertime weather continues in the Pacific Northwest today. Sunny skies after those clouds burn off. Highs are on 80 degrees. We'll have clear skies tonight down to 60. Back into the sunshine, mid-80s for Friday. And then over the weekend, 80s, 90s, maybe 95 by Sunday. Overnight lows real calm, 65. And then maybe 97, maybe 100. We'll see what happens on Monday. But currently, we do have uh, 64 degrees at St. Elizabeth of Hungry Church in Portland. And it's 64 degrees at St. Mary's Church in Mount Angel. Well, we are just a little over a month away from one of the best Oktoberfests in the land, and you don't have to go to Germany to experience the great food and beer. Just travel to the mid-Willamette Valley Bavarian town of Mount Angel for all the festivities. Give us a preview of this year's Mount Angel Oktoberfest that runs from September 14th through the 17th, is the event's marketing and public relations director, Always fun to talk with Monica Boxler. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, David. How good morning, are you? Marie. How's your summer I'm going? Doing good, good. Oh. good. <laughs> it's going crazy right now. We're all getting ready for Oktoberfest, but it's always fun. Oh, it is. I know it's a great time of year. And so I was talking to Sarah Kinsey in our office yesterday, and she was telling me that there is a national poll up right now ranking the best Oktoberfest in the country. Are you aware of this poll? Oh, I'm absolutely aware of that poll. Yes, and right now we're ranking uh, number one. Look at that. Number one. Number one, (laughs) as it should be. That's that's, that's great to hear. So I think you can actually go on and vote, is is what I understand. Yeah, it's a 10 best from USA Today, and they've got 20 different Oktoberfests up from all around the U.S., and right now we're ranking number one. We're number one. We can get that chant we going. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Oktoberfest coming up, as I said, September 14th through the 17th. Have you picked a theme? Do you have a theme this year? Yeah, our theme is A Touch of Bavaria. Ah, I love that. Well, that's uh, yeah. very apropos for the city of Mount Angel and the uh, event itself. And so what are the planning stages right now? Like I said, you're just a little bit more than a month out. So what's happening? Oh, oh there's lots happening. Um, we, of course, are starting. My, my focus is on the marketing and things like that. But one of the things that's been super exciting for us is we are planning a shuttle. And when I say we, it's in collaboration with North Marion County Tourism Collaborative. And they are going to have a bus that runs from Portland to Woodburn to Mount Angel and then back again. And they're going to have a bus that runs from Salem 
to Silverton to Mount Angel and then back again. So we're finishing up the very last of the logistics, trying to figure out what the departure and arrival times are and all that good stuff. And then we're on the way to selling some tickets to ride on a bus. Wow, that is fantastic. So (laughs) I I know if folks don't want to drive and they they live outside of the uh, Mount Angel area, they can hop on the shuttle. Is Is this the first time you've done it? This is the first time we've tried to do this, and this is just, I'm just super excited about it. This is something I personally have wanted to try and do for a long time, but not had the resources. Yeah. And so the, the Tourism Collaborative got together. They approached us and said, do you think this could work? Because they'd like to see a car-free experience for more people, cut down the congestion so people can get to town faster, reduce the use of gas. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of good reasons to do it. So, yeah, it's it's going to happen this year. We're just finishing those final touches. Uh, you you may not be there yet with the logistics, but do you have the points of where you'll be uh, picking folks up in Portland and Salem? Well, in Salem, it'll be, sounds like it's going to be at the fairgrounds by oh. the Jackman Long Building. All right, yeah. Guys, yeah, so if people know that area, um, then it'll go through Silverton, and we don't quite know where that, that pickup would be. Then it'll come to Mount Angel and drop you off right in front of the beer garden. Perfect. It'll be designated for that. And then Portland, they're looking with TriMet because TriMet's excited about it, too. Sure. Again, that car-free experience. And they're thinking they can put it somewhere along a max line so that that way it would be easy for people to get off the bus, make their next connection home. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. And then it'll come down to Woodburn and drop off at the Denny's right there by the... Um, uh, drop off and pick up by the Denny's by the freeway there. So Great. it's really easy. There's a parking right there. Well, yeah. yeah. And then to Mount Angel. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, keep us informed, and we'll definitely help get the word out about the shuttles and uh, let people know where they can catch those rides to get to the Oktoberfest. So the event itself, as I mentioned, September 14th through the 17th. So give us a few details, things that we'll see uh, this year at the event. Cool. All kinds of good stuff. Um, and our, uh, our whole schedule will be on Oktoberfest.org, so, or you can just Google Mount Angel Oktoberfest to find it. But our schedule is jam-packed. There are about 300, 350 events of a huge variety on that website. I mean, we'll have everything from all of our entertainers at the kindergarten, uh, some good magic shows, some fun presentations with comedy down there. And we'll have uh, lots of uh, alpine rock in the beer garden later at night on Friday and Saturday night. So there is a variety of uh, entertainment and fun coming. We're going to have our, it's, it's about 45 food booths, and we've got three new ones this year. So nice. we're excited about that. We've yeah. got St. Brigitte coming from St. Helens, I believe it is. That's right. And yeah. they're going to do some sausage and currywurst. Mm. St. Vincent de Paul is going to have, I'm hoping I say this right, I believe it's elotes, which is the Mexican corn. Mm-hmm. And then um, Community Root School, which is a local charter school, and they're going to be selling some chicken quarters. So in addition to our favorites, we have three new ones. And we have, oh, some people are going to be really, really happy about this. The group, the Oregon Youth Authority, is coming back with the cabbage rolls that Ooh. have been gone for gone since uh, COVID. So Super excited to have them back. We're always glad to have our new our new booth come in. So uh, can and, you, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, can you save me a Berliner, a Berliner sandwich? You know, that's <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah. 
Uh, if you're if you want a Berliner, you know, last year they ran out on Saturday. So Did they really? yeah, probably that. need to come on Friday or Saturday morning. No, <laughs> that's that's the uh, great uh, St. Edward's Parish in Kaiser has been doing the Berliners for years. Oh, and yeah. so that's uh, that's great to hear. But yeah, I know. I'm just looking at the schedule. Uh, wiener dog races are back. Yes. Wiener dog races on Sunday. I love yeah. that. That, 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 that is are- so fun. They're so fun. They're so silly. <laughs> and people get so excited. I just love it. I just love it. And, um, yeah, that's down at the kindergarten. And I want to remind everybody, the kindergarten, as always, is free. You know, that's one of the things that um, Oktoberfest does where the admission is free. There are no ride tickets. You just take your kids in. They can go get their face painted. It costs nothing. They can go to the petting zoo and just see the animals. They can take a pony ride, ride the giant slide, jump on the bungee trampoline things that look so much fun for, for middle schoolers. There is just so much going on down there, and it's something that we do just for the community and just for families. Yeah, It's just really important. And that runs from 11 to 5 on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So hoping people can go enjoy that. Mm, that is great. Again, we're speaking with Monica Boxler. She's the Marketing and Public Relations Director for the Mount Angel Oktoberfest coming up September 14th through the 17th, so just around the corner. I'm just looking at your website, too, and it's loaded with information. Again, uh, I encourage folks to go to oktoberfest.org. That's October with a K, by the way, just uh, <laughs> in case you wondered about that, oktoberfest.org, and you'll see all of the great information there. Uh, you know, I should ask you, too, before we uh, wrap it up, do you need volunteers? Are you good to go there? Can people still help if they want to be involved? Well, for us, um, we we set up our volunteers in an interesting way. We find team leaders and they find people. Okay. So we get all of the tentacles that work there. So for Oktoberfest, our pourers and stuff are taken care of. But if you know of a parish that has a booth there, a KC group that has a booth there, Get yourselves in there. You know, go help with the food booth. That has been the food booth's number one challenge is finding volunteers. So if you know of somebody, you've got a friend that maybe goes to a parish that has a food booth, ask them. Ask them if they need help. Oh, that, that's a great idea. Great suggestion there. Uh, wonderful. Monica Boxler, Marketing and Public Relations Director for the Mount Angel Oktoberfest, coming up September 14th through the 17th. Great to talk with you, Monica. Great luck with the event. And I know we'll catch up again before uh, mid-September. That sounds really good. Thank you so much for having me and, and be able to update you guys. All right. Take care and God bless. And it's 823 here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. I always get so excited hearing about the Oktoberfest. We've had so many years of getting the getting the team in studio. And so, you know, the, the thing is about the joy families. I love the Lederhosens yes. and the Dirndls and the dancing and of course the food. So Monica, thank you so much for that. And what's exciting is you're going to be able to hear that and other interviews that we have of events coming up right there from the Morning Bled on our Hail Mary Media app. It's so easy and it's absolutely free to download on your smartphone. All you have to do is type in the words Hail Mary Media. You'll be able to begin to listening to great interviews like that about the Oktoberfest. Connect with our community calendar and never be late to anything. Just get to the Hail Mary Media app. If you don't know how to do that, go to matradayradio.com and you'll find out all of the rest. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. 
Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Catholic Community Services of Lane County is selling tickets to its annual Great Hour of Caring fundraising event this fall. At 8 a.m. on September 21st, hundreds of CCS supporters will gather for a delicious hour-long breakfast at venue 252, Hardworking leaders and inspiring clients will update guests on the essential charitable services CCS provided this past year, celebrate its seven decades serving the Lane County community, and share exciting news about the organization's future. The Great Hour of Caring is CCS's largest fundraiser of the year, and seating will be limited. Buy your ticket online today to become a part of the caring. Visit ccslc.org slash ghc2023 to reserve your seat and support a crucial nonprofit in the Eugene Springfield area. Interested in becoming a sponsor? Learn more by calling 541 345 3628. That's 541 345 3628. Are you a young adult in your 20s or 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Jesse Jose, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work in witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to build community, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. Would you like to gain a deeper understanding of the Holy Mass? Hello, this is Terry Ross. Join me on Mater Dei Radio each Saturday afternoon at 4 and Sunday afternoon at 2 for the glory of the Mass. Every weekend, we'll explore the rich history of sacred music within the Catholic liturgy. Increase your appreciation for the beauty and sanctity of Catholic sacred music with the glory of the Mass, Saturday and Sunday afternoons on Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's the cup that refreshes the morning blend on Mater Dei Radio. And it is 827 at Mater Dei Radio. We'll have the latest for you on the wildfires in Hawaii. That's coming up in the news. Also, after World Youth Day in Portugal, Pope Francis names a new Patriarch of Lisbon. That's coming up in just three minutes. It's now 827. We've got Chris Bray with us, beloved child of God, on Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Good morning. Calling you by my love, will you answer? There's nothing that you can do that severs my love from you. So won't you come near to me? Just when you have given in, overtaken by a sin, you just need to know you are the love and child of God. Overwhelmed and overcome, it's not too late to need to know you are the love and shout of God. Hey. You felt the burden of shame, receive forgiveness. 
And that's Chris Bray on Matra Day Radio, Beloved Child of God. It's now 8.30. And in your news this morning, just a tragic scene on the Hawaiian island of Maui as wildfires there have claimed the lives of at least 36 people so far. Evacuations and damage assessment will continue today as the blazes have damaged hundreds of structures and leveled a historic and beloved town in one of the deadliest U.S. wildfires in recent years. Officials said more than 270 structures were damaged or destroyed, including entire blocks of homes, businesses, and a 200-year-old church in Lahaina Town in Maui, where blazes fueled by wind from passing Hurricane Dora were concentrated. On the Big Island, three wildfires were burning, though two of them were at least 60% contained. Evacuation efforts have been complicated by power blackouts, a lack of cell service, the loss of 911 service, and downed power lines in different parts of the island. So, yeah, from last I looked, mm-hmm. the uh, fires do continue to burn on Maui. I think the winds have subsided a little bit there, which will certainly help the firefighting efforts. But, uh, boy, just t- tough to see some of the images yeah. and video footage there. It's amazing how fast those fires do move. So yeah. Yeah, we'll continue to pray for that situation. 
Well, today, Pope Francis named 58-year-old Bishop Rui Manuel Sousa Valerio as Patriarch of Lisbon just days after the conclusion of World Youth Day in the capital of Portugal. The Holy Father also accepted the resignation of Cardinal Patriarch Manuel Clemente, who has led the Patriarchate since May 2013. Clemente celebrated the opening Mass of World Youth Day with hundreds of thousands of youth attending the event. Valerio, a member of the Missionaries of the Company of Mary for more than three decades, has been Bishop of the Military Ordinate of Portugal since the end of 2018. Well, sending an airmail? Not so much anymore. U.S. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy reports this week that the U.S. Postal Service has reduced its volume of shipments by aircraft by 90% over two years, putting the service on course to save one billion dollars in annual transportation costs. DeJoy says that more than 95 percent of first-class mail and first-class packages are currently moving through the Postal Service's ground transportation system. DeJoy also reported that the Postal Service opened its first regional distribution center in Richmond, Virginia, and plans to open nine more regional centers, 27 local processing centers, and 60 additional sorting and delivery centers. That marks the start of eradicating over $200 billion of deferred maintenance and preparing the Postal Service for the next 30 years, according to DeJoy. You know, the main post office down Mm -hmm. in the Pearl District, that's been totally leveled, I believe. I haven't been down there in a while, but I know Deb, who picks up our mail. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think there's much left down there oh anymore. I hope I'm not saying that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's the case. I haven't been down there in a while, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, kind of yeah. Right by the, we go uh, there every day. Yeah, the Broadway Bridge, mm-hmm. right in that location. All right. Well, there you go. Well, this afternoon in Clark County, residents are invited to join Open House Ministries for their annual community block party and resource fair. The block party will take place from 1 to 5 at the Open House Ministries campus at 900 West 12th Street, Vancouver. The festivities commence with an official proclamation by Vancouver's mayor designating the day as Open House Ministries Appreciation Day. This proclamation sets the tone for the day of celebration and gratitude towards Open House Ministries' commitment to serving the community. The free block party offers a range of activities and attractions for attendees of all ages. Highlights include a mouthwatering barbecue lunch, ice cream treats, a secondhand solutions fashion show, engaging games, exciting prizes, various services such as preventative pet care and haircutting stations, as well as a dunk tank and carnival. Attendees will also have an opportunity to participate in giveaways. Simultaneously at that resource fair, they'll have various informational booths for information about your local community. Participants include Habitat for Humanity, Community in Motion, CTRAN, Friends of the Carpenter, and New Heights Clinic. The fair aims to connect individuals with the resources they need to thrive and create meaningful connections within the community. More information about the community block party today from 1 to 5 can be found on the Open House Ministries website, sheltered.org. And in sports, University of Portland men's soccer team ranked 13th in the country in the United Soccer Coaches preseason poll making this the first time since 2019 that they've been ranked entering the season. The ranking comes after finishing last season in the 10th position in the final coaches poll. Pilots are coming off one of the best seasons in program history. They finished the year 
15-3-3 for their best record since 1995 and advanced to the Elite Eight of the NCAA Tournament. And in Major League Baseball, no-hitter last night was thrown by Michael Lorenzen of the Philadelphia Phillies. He struck out five and walked four as he blanked the Washington Nationals seven to nothing. Mm-hmm. In a statement issued earlier this month, the chairman of the USCCB's Committee on International Justice and Peace called on global leaders to do more to ensure food security for all. Bishop David Malloy of Rockford, Illinois, cited numbers from the World Food Program, the global humanitarian organization addressing food security, that estimated about 258 million people in 58 countries experienced crisis-level acute hunger last year. Malloy said Russia's recent decision no longer to allow Ukraine to export tons of grain means more people are likely to go hungry. The bishop pointed out that prior to the Russian invasion, Ukraine was considered Europe's breadbasket and was the origin for large amounts of wheat, corn and barley, as well as almost half of the world's sunflower oil, all flowing through ports on the Black Sea. Those ports were blocked when Russia invaded Ukraine. Last June, the Holy Father appealed for the end of the blockades that were preventing the flow of grain throughout Ukrainian seaports. The war in Ukraine is not the only reason for food insecurity. Uh, The other things that have contributed have been natural disasters, the pandemic, regional wars, and other conflicts have contributed to higher rates of hunger. Bishop Malloy ended his appeal by the bishops with a reminder, the most vulnerable are crying in hunger. With the compassion of Christ, we need to heed their cries and help. And Camas High School students Zaina, Florence, and Sophie were hooked on science, technology, engineering, and mathematics at an early age with a love for learning and respect for their teachers. Now as incoming sophomores at Camas High School, the three young women have co-founded STEM Scholars, a nonprofit organization that connects talented high school students from all over the country with K through 8th grade students to help them study and the cost of their services are free. According to their website, stemscholars.vershell.app, our services are free, no catches. As a nonprofit, we believe quality education shouldn't have to come with any price tag. STEM scholars mentors can teach in two ways, either with video recordings of lectures or with live Zoom sessions where students can study at their own pace. According to Florence, the subjects we teach are subjects that students request. We adapt our lessons to what the students want to learn. Zaina says we hope we can keep expanding and helping more people. To me, STEM is the way to solve problems. STEM scholars is a great way for high school students to strengthen their knowledge and increase their teaching experience and for younger students to learn from a vast audience. So far, STEM scholars are signing up students from as far as Canada and South Africa, as well as all over the United States. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And we've been talking a lot of food this show. Well, coming up on Saturday night, mark your calendar. It's the Holy Family Parish crawfish boil boil uh six to eight thirty in the evening see those little crawfish jumping (laughs) around in the big pot well this is all you can eat crawfish potatoes sausage carrots corn on the cob yes garlic bread and i love this david there's a pizza option for kids if they don't want to eat the crawfish they'll have beer and wine soda available for purchase you can get your tickets online at the parish website 
A crawfish boil. Mm. Have you ever been to one of those? I have not. I've had crawfish before. Really? Yeah. They're like little they're like little tiny <laughs> lobsters. <laughs> little tiny lobsters. Little, tiny you gotta lobsters. eat a lot of them, I think. Yeah, they're they're good. All right. Holy Family Parish is the one hosting that, and you can find out that event and all of the things going on in our community calendar. Just hop online to materdayradio.com where you can find out that. And you can even find more at our Hail Mary Media app. So you know who knows a little bit about barbecues? Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. You know where I'm going with this? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it's going to be our uh, oh, I second know. cup. Okay, we'll talk about barbecues yes, and, and yeah. a lot of yeah. um, uh, pe- pithy things. Yes, exactly. So that's up after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Some atheists argue that the universe is a mere brute fact. The universe just exists, they say, and that's that. It has no explanation at all. How can we respond? First, atheists wouldn't allow theists to use this argument. Can you imagine if a theist said, God's just a brute fact, no rhyme or reason to his existence? He'd be laughed off the stage. Second, the argument is self-refuting. It denies rational argumentation for the belief itself. If brute facts are possible, well then the conclusion, the universe is a brute fact, itself might be a brute fact, having no connection to truth or logic, in which case we would have no reason to accept it as true. Therefore, the argument defeats itself. For these reasons, we can say that it's absurd to argue that the universe just exists without any sort of explanation. I'm Corlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home, located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. Summertime is a great time to drive the open road. Unless your old reliable wheels just aren't up to the task anymore. You know who could use that old car? Mater Day Radio. You can donate most vehicles, cars, trucks, vans, RVs, and boats to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program with the proceeds supporting a faith-filled Catholic broadcast and in return getting yourself a likely tax deduction. More information on our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. It is 8.43 at Mater Day Radio. Well, got some clouds out there this morning. They will burn off and we will become sunny later today. We'll have a high of 80 degrees. Enjoy the 80 degrees today mm-hmm. because it's <laughs> going to start uh, warming up considerably. Tonight, mostly clear, low of 60s. Sunny for Friday, 84. Saturday, sunny, 87. Sunday, Do-do-do. 95. Monday, right now, 97. <laughs> All so right. Well, I'm back uh, on Monday, and yeah. I just found this fan back here. There so you go. You that's going to be my. 
helper. Well, right now in my hometown of Gresham, St. Henry Church, it's 65 degrees. And it is 63 degrees at St. Edward's Church in North Plains, where this weekend it is the Elephant Garlic Festival. (laughs) It's good to the last drop. A second cup of the morning blend with David and Brenda. Wait a minute. Yeah. I haven't had my first cup. Oh, you haven't had it yet? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Now, here's the thing, David. Yes. Last week I came in and I did this shadow. I was like shadowing you and Brenda. And uh, and I opened up the freezer, and I was looking for decaf coffee. Yeah, you're a decaf now, drinker. Because I'm a decaf drinker. And I saw the, bro, uh, the, the what we Saint get at- Drago. St. Drago from the grotto. Yeah. And I'm like, but I didn't see that that was decaf. I, I could have been wrong. Yeah. And then I texted Pat, and I said, I'm bringing my own decaf. And he said, oh, we got tons of it in the freezer. I have to double check okay. if it's actually decaf or not. Yeah. Well- I haven't looked because I'm not a decaf I coffee drinker. I, I drink the real McCoy. <laughs> so, well, you, you can look and, and see. All and right. You can make some if you'd I like I was some. like, oh, I've got to make some coffee. So <laughs> we'll yes. see about that. Well, hopefully you'll be able to find some. Uh, you know what today is? It is the Feast of St. Lawrence. Yes. And so we thought we'd talk about saints today. And I, I jokingly said, here's someone who knows a little bit about barbecues and uh <laughs> now you have the quote and there's, I have the quote yeah there's there's no really any way to know if no. this is a true quote a paraphrase or whatever from and it's Saint called Lois. a legend a legend you know because it was so far back yeah. in history that you know they don't have photos or anything at that point in Rome uh but I always love when Ken Hellenius talks yes. about this because I think that's how I got to know about St. Lawrence originally when, when Ken talked about St. Lawrence and he was a deacon in yeah. the church and okay. if you listen to the mass uh because I was listening to the mass driving in this morning there's a great homily about the life of St. Lawrence a deacon in the church And he became a martyr in the church. He was a very good friend to the Bishop of Rome. And of Mm -hmm. course, all of our deacons, you know, they're dedicated to care for our bishop. And so we had a special relationship with that bishop and that bishop was going to be martyred. And the deacon Lawrence said, you know, no, I want to be martyred with you. I want to be with you. And and the the bishop said, well, you will in three days be with me. And so it was his fate was going to come being martyred for the love of his faith but he uh, he really just kind of ticked off the romans and the romans and the emperor wanted to have all of the money because they knew the church had mm-hmm. lots of money mm-hmm. and and jewels and gold and all of the precious things and so they told lawrence will bring us all of the treasures of the church and so lawrence brought all of the sick, all of the lame, all of the poor, all of the people, all of the peasants of Rome, and brought them and showed them to the emperor, and he was ticked off. Yeah. And so they decided to, you know, and, and we go to like, we just had the the, the, the Oktoberfest, they put him on a rotisserie, yeah, and they basically just kind of broiled him to death, mm. uh, burned him on both sides. And so here's the quote, I'm well done on this side, turn me over. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, did he really say that? We don't know. But, but you know, uh, he went to that kind of a death joyfully. Yeah. Serving the Lord. 
and and knowing that the the riches of the church are in the people mm-hmm. and particularly in the marginalized and the poor and i think we can certainly learn a lot from saint lawrence and his willingness to give all and to do whatever to um you know up uphold yeah. the people it, of the church no, it's a great story in fact you mentioned ken helanius and uh ken is going to join us tomorrow at 7 10 so. yeah okay great and so he's going to talk a little bit more about saint lawrence because apparently they have an event uh, oh i think it's tonight in fact that they do it a barbecue yeah <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sure it is. Uh, but anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll hear from Ken okay. tomorrow about more from that. But uh, Aaron, he, he did a nice thing for us yesterday. He gave us a bunch of quotes from saints, because we were talking about mm-hmm. the quote from St. Lawrence about, turn me over, I'm done. And so, you know, Aaron was thinking about that, and he said, you know, there are so many wonderful quotes yeah. from our great saints, obviously throughout the church, which there are many. And so we were looking at some of these and, and some of the different saints. I don't know, do you have a, a favorite saint? I mean, I mean, yeah, I so mean, many. of course, St. Mary, right? And yeah. our Blessed Mother. But, you know, there's one, well, there's a bunch of quotes on here, but this one on St. Augustine, which is on our first page, it says, Pray as though everything depended on God, but work as though everything depended on you. Mm. So we have lots of things to pray for, you know, and there's some things that are in our control. And then there's a lot of things that are not in our control, you know, so depend upon God. Yes. But also God expects us to do what we can with what we have. And so that's why, you know, we can't just say, well, I'm just going to stop. No, we participate in God's providence and in what he's doing. So I think, yeah, it doesn't mean that I give up, but I do what I can in my relationship, in this thing at work and whatever's going on. But I think work as though everything depended on you, but you know you trust yeah. ultimately. That's St. Augustine. Well, and, and then, you know, to go along with that, this quote from St. Catherine of Siena, if you are what you should be, mm-hmm. you will set the whole world ablaze. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Think about that. That is a really powerful quote. Yeah. Set the world on fire. I mean, this is what Jesus says. Oh, yeah. that I would set the world on fire and it, that was already blazing, you mm-hmm. know? And so if you are who you're called to be, and we talk about vocations. I mean, right. you just had uh, Deacon Justin on with his family. You yeah. know, look at this family of vocations. That's living out who you are supposed to be. God's called you to be. Male, female, called you the priesthood, religious life, married life, single life. He's called you in a particular way. When we live that out, boy, we're putting fire on the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true. St. Catherine of Siena, she... She was a she was a, she was awesome. Yeah, a Dominican. I'm sure. Yeah, Ken Hellenius would talk uh, hours about her, but uh, that challenges us. Yeah, and then think about Saint Ignatius of Loyola and what he said. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Teach us to give, and not count the cost. Right. Yeah. Do we expect something in return? Yeah. Just go out there and do. Just give. When we hear a lot of uh, a lot of homilies about scripture, I mean that very first quote by Saint Jerome, and I hear it quoted so often, and it's so true. Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. If mm-hmm. we don't know our scripture and have a daily reading in scripture, we're not putting ourselves into the Word of God, right. into God Himself. And so I think that's a great um, quote from Saint Jerome: "Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ." Mm-hmm. You think about all of the wonderful uh, St. Vincent de Paul societies 
mm-hmm. throughout our country, throughout the world, in fact. And this is a, a quote from St. Vincent de Paul. You'll, you, you'll see why they do what they do when you hear this quote. Charity is certainly greater than any rule. Moreover, all rules mm. must lead to charity. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Uh, I love that one. All rules must lead to charity. Mm-hmm. I think we need to think about that. Yeah. Well, let's do one final one. We've just got a minute here. St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross. We just had her feast day yesterday. Right. Edith Stein. The nation doesn't simply need what we have. It needs what we are. Mm. It needs us. Yeah. It doesn't need things per se, right. but it needs actually the human heart, the human soul. Yeah. It needs us. I think St. Lawrence would really reflect that as well. So good quotes yeah, and from we, our saints. Yeah. I, I mean, go online if you want to read some wonderful quotes and just type in a saint's name and you'll find. you'll Where there is a saint, yeah. there's a great quote. Right. And they'll all be there on our Hail Mary Media app as well. That's right. So anyway, hope you enjoyed today's Second Cup. And you can hear all about all of our great things on our website, materdayradio.com. Stay with us here. It's now 8.53. Support for Materday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Please join me, Sister Anne-Marie Warren, in this prayer by St. Ignatius of Loyola. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will all that I have and possess. Thou hast given all to me. To thee, O Lord, I return it. All is thine. Dispose of it wholly according to thy will. Give me thy love and thy grace, for this is sufficient for me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdeiradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the Spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 8.55 at Mater Day Radio. We'll take one last look at your forecast today. Some morning clouds and sunshine later today. We'll have a high of 80 degrees, mostly clear tonight, low of 60, and then sunny Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right on through next week. Going to be heating up 84 for Friday 
87 for Saturday and 95 mm. for Sunday. So be ready. Currently 66 degrees in the Rose City. All right. Watermelon, popsicles, mm. and a nice sprinkler. And we will That's do right. just fine. 855 is the time. Great artist is Steve Angrisano and been with Oregon Catholic Press for so many years. We're going to close up with this one. It's called More Beautiful on Mater Day Radio. We are the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Find you more beautiful, more glorious, more alive in this life, more victorious. Be more free, and all we can be more than yesterday. May we find you more beautiful, more glorious, more alive in this life, more victorious. Be more free, and all we can be more than yesterday. Steve Agrizano and more beautiful. It's 859 Mater Day Radio. Hey, well, thank you so much for joining the Morning Blend on this Thursday. Great job, Dina Marie. Wow. How about that? Just like riding a bicycle, right? <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. Oh, wait a minute. Well, 
there's another little squeak, but <laughs> hey, I love it. If I just had one more hand, yeah, I only need one more hand, and uh, it'll work. But well, uh, let, let, let me give you a hand. <laughs> Would you please? There you go. There's your hand. <laughs> Thank you. That's my peanut gallery <laughs> that's, coming that's through. The, so uh, anyway, great job today, and of course you'll be with us tomorrow and then mm-hmm. through Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday, yep. I'll be with you. So excited to have you here. Make sure everybody gets lots of cold water. Keep the fan, yeah. and you know, check out for your neighbors because the temperatures will be rising. Going to be going up. Wouldn't surprise me if we see a heat uh, advisory somewhere along the line. All right. Have a great day.